Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network, where women stay connected with your host, Nicole. And Karishma, right here on the Love Zone USA. Hello, listeners, and welcome back. It's another Monday. We are so happy and blessed that you have again tuned in to spend an hour of your evening with us. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce my co-host. Hey, Karishma, how are you? Hello, hello. How are you doing? Um, great. How's your Monday been, and how was your um, Easter holiday? Um, Easter was wonderful. You know, Monday is a Monday. I've been, I've been just so busy. I feel like just exhausted. But I've been doing like a spring cleaning in my house, and mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody knows me, they know that I am actually quite the messy girl. And as much as I love watching things about organization and writing down to-do lists, actually getting around and doing it, that's Mm. a bit difficult for me. So I actually, I've had to really break it down and just motivate myself to get rid of anything unwanted and just, you know, the weather's trying to get nice, so just fresh spring. Well, that is great. You know, spring cleaning is always good. Me too. I've been doing a little bit of that, but I'm doing like weird stuff. Like everybody has a junk drawer in their house, right? So my Mm -hmm. junk drawer is actually in my kitchen and I got a whole bunch of crap in there from screwdrivers, tape measures, nails, just the odds it is. So I actually went through that and got a lot, you know, rid of a lot of miscellaneous stuff that I figured I won't be using ever again or I haven't used in a long time. And then what was really interesting to me is I cleaned out my medicine chest. Like, I had prescriptions in there from, like, 2008. <laughs> oh, so my goodness. I was like, my gosh. So, you know, I got rid of it, you know, cleaned it all out, you know, wiped it down, made it all pretty again, and it looks so brand new and so refreshing. And you you ever do something, Karish, and you just have that, oh, you know, moment, like you're so happy that you got it done and it makes you feel better, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I am with my medicine closet <laughs> or cabinet. So yeah. So um so Easter, how was your Easter? Because we were on break, you know, because of the weekend, so I always wanna know how your holiday was. It was it was great, you know, I ha- I had a great um Easter great holiday. Um, you know, today today was a bit um sad because, you know, Rest in peace, John Singleton. Yeah. Um, amazing, amazing director, and he was the what, he was the youngest, not only the youngest, but the only African American um, at the age of 24. Right? He was nominated for um, best director for Boys in the Hood, and I mean, Baby Boy was like one of my favorite movies. Like when I watched that, and I watched like Taraji, I'm like, I love it, and to see yeah. her growth in her career, and I mean. Just everything, so many good movies, and it's it's four brothers. Yeah. Oh my goodness, the list just goes on and on. But yeah, it's just really yeah. sad. So rest in peace to such a you know talented storyteller. Yeah, for real. My favorite was uh, Boys in the Hood, and um, you know I still watch that. You know even today, like you know all his movies, you know are classics now, and. Boys in the Hood still makes me cry, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, so, um, right? you know, and, yeah, it's he really was, sad. It, it is really sad, and he was so young, and, um, you know, his family said they really wanted to have awareness out there for, you know, high blood pressure and how it affects um, right. African-American men, especially, because he, yes. he was only 51. That's right. really young. Right. Yeah, and, and I even wanted to touch on that because you know I'm in the fitness and you know what people have to understand is like eating properly and working out um, Mm -hmm. definitely were 
um, curtail that or help with blood pressure or prevent it all together. Like I always say, yeah, you know, I like being in the gym because I like to look good and have a tight body. But as I get older, it's becoming more and more about my health and the blood pressure and the high cholesterol and um, preventing strokes and heart disease is so much. So, guys, I beg you, you know, it's never too late to begin in fitness one day at a time. So if that's you and you're having a hard time getting off the couch, just do a little something, uh, walk or, you know, climb up a few uh, staircases instead of taking the elevator. So, you know, you know that that's all. Because I just feel like he could have been with us, you know. This could have been preventable. So we just got to right. take better care of ourselves, Karish. Exactly. And, and you know, we always we always think it's not going to be us or it's not going to be someone we know or, you know, right. we have plenty of time. But this just kind of puts it back in check. But anyway, we lost a very talented creative today. Um, when... We do have a fun show planned, though, so, you know, rest in peace to John Singleton, yeah. but we are, yeah. we, you know, his memory will be with us. We're going to have a little bit of a tribute, because we're going to do a little clip from one of his movies, Poetic Justice. We'll be right after the break on the Girlfriend Network. A wise man once said, you should look at the ocean and realize that no matter how famous you are or how much money you make, you should know that you'll never be as important as the ocean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. learn. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network. It's another Monday, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Karish. So, um, Karish, I'm really excited 
about the guests that we're having on tonight, and I've always been in awe of her. Um, we're talking about a friend of mine, Jacinth Headlam, and I hope I'm saying your name right, Jacinth, but this woman, oh my God, not only is she like tall, beautiful, she's an actress, she's a model, she is a award-winning actress. Um, a model. She is a television um, producer. Um, She's produced some projects. Of course, she's a mom. So what has really fascinated me about this thing, I had the pleasure of working on set with her, uh, I guess it's been two, three years now, in a pilot called Live Squad. And she played um, a very sexy undercover FBI agent, and I played a news reporter. So to see Jacinth, know Jacinth, um, Jacinth is a very confident and secure woman. woman. She She's regal, um, just very well-spoken, very articulate. Like, um, just when you think of a boss, you look at her and you're like, wow. And um, I have to say this, um, Karish, um, you know, everybody knows I'm a model and an actress, but I know a lot of people in this field. If I could pick one person that I could say, watch out for her, because you are going to see her really soon on your local television or big screen or somewhere, and she's going to become a household name, it's going to be this woman. So I know I'm rambling, but um, I really dig her. And what has really, like, floored me lately is she came out with this book, a memoir, called Love After. And mm-hmm. in this book, um, Carissa, she talks about some pain that she's been through, from being abused and, you know, being married and, um, like, this man just, like, uh, totally ripping her apart. And she had to rebuild herself. So when I learned that this woman was abused and battered and all this stuff, I was flabbergasted. Like, you know, I think I even inboxed her like, oh, my God, girl. Like, I would have never have guessed. Like, you you know what they say, Karish? People, some people don't look like what they've been through. Right. This is just think. Um, so anyway, I'm very proud and I'm very honored to have her on the show. She's been touring all over Jamaica. I believe she's getting ready to go to Europe. Um, she's been on several television outlets. She's done, um, okay. you know, book signings in uh, Brooklyn. So let me bring her on because I'm just so thrilled to have her. Just think, are you there? Yeah. Hey. 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 Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? You're busy I'm these good. days. Good. I don't even know what today is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm great. I'm grateful. You know, and thank you guys for having me. I was listening to that intro, and I'm like, oh, my God. Who is he talking yes. about? <laughs> yes, you, girl. I watch you. I watch you. I've been watching you thank for a you. minute. So, Thank yeah, you so every much. Time I turn I, I around, need you know, your name pops up, and I'm like, oh my god, she's <laughs> over here on a billboard on Times Square. Now she's co-producing oh, this man. project. Now I, I know about Mana. Like all this stuff keeps popping up with you. Like you're you're just really amazing. So thank um, you. Like uh, you know, <laughs> you really don't look like what you've been through. So we're just gonna back up a little bit because I wanna talk about your acting and modeling so I want you to tell the listeners like how long have you been acting and was this always something that you knew you wanted to do was this a dream of yours or how did that happen yeah I actually started out modeling because I was like you know I'm I'm long and lanky and I'm like what I gotta do with this long and lankiness and I'm like oh (laughs) I can't do track no more modeling (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, um, you know, I started modeling when I was 17, I, I, and then from modeling, I went to Barbizon because I'm like, I don't even know nothing about runway. I don't know how to put on makeup. I don't know the proper etiquette, and I went there, and I just was working at Starbucks while I was in high school and paid my way through Barbizon, and then I just started with runway um, in New York City, and then I went away for college, and... Life happened. I got married at 21. My mom bought a house in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, you know, I'll just come out here and 
Then my dream stopped. Everything was put on hold because life happened, had a family, marriage. And then, um, you know, I'm like, man, I got to do something that's going to give me more longevity. And I, I'm, I love entertaining. And I'm like, acting, I can be 70. I mean, look at Morgan Freeman. And, you know, I can be 70, 80. I can still have a career in acting. And I love, you know, um, going into different characters. And that's how come I started acting about four years, four years ago. Wow, it's just wow. four years. I really thought you were in the game longer. Mm-mm. I just started with the acting. I was modeling for a while when I was younger, and then I stopped, and college, life happened, and I'm like, I still felt empty. Um, you know, I just knew at that point in my 20s how to be a wife and a mom, and I'm like, man, what am I going to follow my heart? I feel like I'm just existing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love being a mom, and at that time, I loved being a wife, um, but I, I still felt like, who is Jacin? You know what I'm saying? Like, we have right. our titles and, and connections with people, but deep down inside, to our core, we don't know who we are and what we were put on this earth to do. Um, you're just walking around, just existing. And I just got tired mm-hmm. of existing. And then when I chose me and I said yes to me, and I was like, look, I don't, I don't know what I have to do to start, but I'm going to Google some stuff. And I Googled, it. It was, I Googled some stuff, how to start acting. It was like, okay, you need some classes okay I took some classes and and that's how the journey began and just started networking and doing student films and community theater work and stuff in my church and and then from there one led to another and doors started opening and here you have it but lo and behold I did not know following my dreams was gonna interfere with my at-home life and everything just went downhill when I started acting (laughs) so yeah. yeah Um, wow. Well, that's, I still want to, because I want to get into the book, like, because that's so major. But I just want to talk to you a little bit more about the acting, because um, there's so many people just saying that won't be like you, that, mm. you know, want to model, want to act, um, but don't know how to do it. Or, like, because um, I get those questions, too. Do I need to sign up for courses? Do I need to go to school? You know? So what I'm amazed about yet again, I'm Florida Gay because you're telling me like you've only been in the game for four years. Like Karish and listeners, you have to understand, we are talking to an award-winning actress. She has won Best Leading Actress on a few projects. One that went through the roof was Diary of a Bad Man. Like everybody Um. write that down. Diary of a Bad Man, <laughs> and I believe it's available, what, just saying on Netflix, Amazon, Amazon whatever. Yeah. Yes, right. you, you got Go ahead. What are you going to oh, say, Chris? <laughs> no, I, I was just saying, Nicole, I'm like, when people say, you know, just four years, like, that's like starting right. out, right? Like, you just, you feel like that's just like the beginning, it's just starting, and that's why I'm like amazed. I'm like, it just, things just started flowing. That's like, when it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. Like, hard work, talent, yeah. and then grace, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I just think, uh, just think has it, it naturally. You know, some people are just born with oh, a gift. Thank you. And you know, well, it's true. I mean, four years, you've gotten all, you've gotten all these awards. You're now producing, you know, your own projects. Like, um, it's simply amazing. So, like, what, what's your advice to people who want to be like you? Just saying, do you recommend classes? Do you rep- You know, do you recommend? Yeah, I, I would step out. Yeah, def- uh, what I would say first and foremost, um, anyone that's trying to be an artist, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not all glitz and glam. Um, and <laughs> I think that's one of the biggest, uh, you know, misconceptions that a lot of people see. Man, I want to be on screen. I want to do the red carpets. I want to go to festivals and have my film on Netflix or Amazon or television, whatever. And it's a mm-hmm. lot. Before you get to that one yes, there are many no's. I know many actors yeah. who are constantly auditioning four or five auditions um, every other day or every day sometimes. And mm-hmm. in, in that one, you know, and probably you just booked that one role probably for that month. So it's a yeah. lot of work. Um, I would say having natural talent is amazing. I, I think once you know you have it, you have to sharpen your, your tool um, and learn the techniques. There are different techniques. Um, techniques that you need to learn, and that's where I think the acting class comes in handy. I, I feel like nobody can teach you how to how to act. Nobody can teach you how to be an artist. I mean, some people can learn it, but it's not as easy as if it's just in you. 
um, but the classes will help to make you more well-rounded and learn it, um, le- learn the techniques um, and learn the business aspect of mm-hmm. the art. Um, what do you need for your headshots? How much do you have to invest in your classes? How much do you have to invest in a coach or self-tape? Or what right. do you do at an audition? How should your headshot look? What is industry standard? Um, you know, right. and then things of that sort. Is it, Those are the things that a, a coach or a teacher or being around other acting students will teach you in a learning environment. And how do you apply for jobs? There's Actors Access. There's Casting Network. Mm-hmm. There's Backstage. These are the places that mm-hmm. you will put your headshots up. And if you do have a reel, great. Um, you can submit your reel and your resume to, to start getting work. And then next thing you know, the audition starts coming in. Some people might say, I don't have a, a demo reel of work because I'm just starting out. Then you will submit for, like, student films or short right. films. Or There's a lot of indie, new indie filmmakers that are you, they might not be paying. However, you need the footage and you need the work, so you're doing it as a trade-off. You know, you're right. helping the director right. or the filmmaker. The director is going to help you out and give you the footage you need, and you start building your reel. You have one scene here, one scene here. Before you know it, you have clips to show, you know, other directors or casting directors, like, hey, I, I'm working. And then it just starts. It's right. like a, a domino effect. It's like a snowball effect. It just starts coming in. Once you put yeah. yourself out there, you start attracting yes. what you want. You definitely snowballed. And for people that do not know what a reel is, it's just a compilation of different things that you've done via acting commercials or whatever that you put kind of like on a quick, what is it, like two minutes maybe, just saying, a minute, yeah, two, two minutes, minutes you know, yeah. not too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just yeah. shows your body of work really, really quick. It's kind of like your resume instead of words, so it's just you on film. Yeah. So, Video resume. Right, video resume. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to come right back just because um, I really want to get into your book. I'm so amazed by what you've been through. So we're going to share that next with Jacinth, but we're going to take a break. And up next is Ariana Grande. Thank you.
looking to do an internship at a radio station? Well, we here at the Love Zone USA would like to hear from you. We're looking for interns to assist in our production and marketing departments. If you're interested, email your resume to thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Again, that's thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. are back right here. It is me, Karishma, the lovely Nikone, and our special guest, Jacinth. She is a model, award-winning actress, author. I mean, you name it, she's done it. She's awesome, and she's here chatting with us. Um, so, Jacinth, right before we got into the break, you know, you and Nicole were talking about how, as an actor, you have to get your reel together and things like that, and not being afraid to jump into short films, and, you know, being able to also accept rejection wholly and like as you know Nicole and I also as like radio presenters we kind of have our version of that as well as um, you know demo air checks that just have our voice recorded on audio but do you think especially in like such a tough industry that it's kind of hard to receive that rejection positively and like not let it really affect your soul because I know like there have been a lot of jobs where I've applied to, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is going to be such a great opportunity. I'm going to get it. And then something happens, and you don't book it. And it's kind of like, okay, I want to be positive and happy about it and accept that it wasn't for me. But it's, it's really not <laughs> easy, right? Sometimes it can crush your spirit a bit. It does. Um, they, there have been many auditions that I went on. And there are particular roles where I'm like, man, this is the role of my dream. I really want this. Man, I can see me kicking behind in this role. And then I go, and the feedback that I got from the cast and directors and producers were like, oh, my God, we love your take. We love your version. We love what you've done. Great job, Jacinth. And you leave feeling good. You're like, man, I can act. I, got, I know I did well. Oh, my God. Right. And then I don't get the call, and I'm like, I'm guessing they went with someone else, and lo and behold, I never got the call, and they never called me, and they went with someone else. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I was a little salty, and I'm like, you know, I took a couple of days, I shaked it off, and I'm like, you know, got to keep going. I think as an artist, I've just learned to be on to the next, which is, can be good and it can be bad because sometimes it's hard to just really live in the moment and just be present because as an artist, we're constantly on to the next because we have that thing in the back of our mind, like you're only as good as your last gig. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it's like we, you want to be present, but at the same time it's like you're constantly going for the next role. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it does affect you. And I think that's, that's what led me to write the chapter. Uh, one of the reasons I wrote the chapter in my book, Taking Your Power Back, and that's one of the reasons I started to produce my own work. Um, a lot of people who are out there producing their own stuff are going to say, you cannot sit back and wait for somebody to hand you an opportunity. No one should have that kind of power over your life. And I felt like when, when that stuck out to me and it, it, it pierced my soul like, ah, was like, you know what, I'm creating my own stuff. I'm not waiting for nobody to write me the role of an officer. I'm going to write that crap myself and produce it, period. Right. And does it take money? Yes. I mean, you can get a short film done. You can get people that can do it for pro bono or just, you know, a trade-off. There's upcoming indie filmmakers who are looking to do the same thing, just teaming together with like-minded people who don't mind the sacrifice and just getting it done. Or if you do have to pay something, you can start out with a short film, which is like, what, $1,000? You could probably get something done. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a... Um now that's being a boss, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, getting yourself done, you know. Yeah, so you're you're talking about your book, so let's talk about that because, whoa, your memoir is amazing, and like I said, you know what you've been through, I would have never guessed it in a million years. So, your book is called Love After, and you said something very interesting before the break. You said you were married, you know, you had a family, you loved being a wife, a mother, and you know you started acting. But then you started having problems in your marriage because you were pursuing acting. So talk about that. What happened, you see? 
Um, I felt like, you know, not everyone can be with an artist. It does. It, it definitely requires a strong-minded and like-minded individual as a partner who can really fully support. And I think as an artist, the main important thing that we need is support, support, support. And being with right. someone who um, it, it, it can create insecurities. I mean, I'm on set kissing someone else. I'm a love interest. I'm, you know, I, I, I and that and diary of a bad man. I had a, a, a makeout scene where I had to create, um, you know, what's the like a what's you know like an implied sexual scene, and mm-hmm. we were covered up and stuff. But I'm just saying, he it didn't sit well with him. Um, so I think that definitely was a huge turning point. Um, but even prior to my acting career, um, I, I dealt with infidelity. So I think that was one of the the key thing that was like, you know what, bump this, I'm doing me, I'm going out here and I'm pursuing my dreams. Because at the end of the day, if you decide that you don't want to be with me no more, you dip out, I'm here stuck at just here stuck. So I'm going to do what I got to do for me and mine. So just in case if anything happened, I'm good. So I think that was one of the things that, you know, I just wanted to pursue my dreams and not just exist, but live and, and be present and follow my heart and say yes to myself. And it created a lot of insecurities and infidelity, and we we parted ways. Um, a lot of stuff, of course, happened, but I can't go into everything. You gotta read the book. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I would I, I would say, as an artist, I did not have the support that I needed, and you know, the little boy in him came out, and he wasn't he couldn't be with a boss, you know, he couldn't be with a king a queen. So it takes a special man, a special king who know who he is, whose he is, and strong-minded and not breakable. No, nothing to him or his character. We're still cool. We got kids together, but he just wasn't a person for me and where God has taken me on my journey. And ladies, y'all got to recognize that. Stop trying to force something. Stop trying to, to, to turn the key if it doesn't fit. And, you know, because we're so afraid to be by ourselves, we're so afraid and just so desperate of wanting to be loved or wanting to be with someone, don't know what it's like to just sit and um, just sit by ourselves with ourselves and learn to be by yourself. You'll be surprised how much stuff you find out about yourself when you don't have no distraction around you. And I think for me, that's how I was able to find my purpose with love after because I had no distraction and I just needed that time to date myself. Who would have thought I would have written a book? If you had asked right. me, I would have been like, hell no. <laughs> right, right. I, where would I find right. the time to write a book? But in me dating myself and choosing myself, I did not know this was the purpose God had for me. How, like, using little old me to, as a vessel to help others heal and restore and find themselves and find their purpose and find their identity and their voice and choosing themselves, mm-hmm. I would have never thought he would choose me. But I'm here walking in the purpose and you know, answering to the call and look where it's taking me. I'm going to London and Nigeria to to witness and to mentor and to talk to other kids and other women and other men that there's love after, no matter what you've been through in life, there's life and love after that, you know. Wow, that's amazing. It it really does take somebody, I mean, in any relationship, you really have to be secure um, with yourself, you know, but I think especially when, like you said, like when you're with someone, who's acting and there might be scenes where you have to get hot and heavy or you might even have to just have a really long day on set and not be able to, you know, call or text or check in every five minutes and, you know, things like that. You really have to be secure with yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise the relationship isn't going to work. Yeah. Even in dating, even when I started dating, dating yeah. I'm like, you know, let me, let me, let me see if I still got it. And I was saying, let me see if I, if I still got it. And I was dating and even the guy I was dating, he was amazing. But when it came to acting, he was just so paranoid and asking me all these questions and, and how much do you guys use tongue? And, and, and how much does he, do you guys, is it real? Does it, are you guys under the sheet? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, um, yeah, this is way too much. You just going in, boo, like back up. <laughs> like, it was, he was running my, my blood pressure was going high. Like, okay, if I got to walk on eggshells and tiptoe around you, and you can't trust my judgment and trust that I'm not going to put myself in certain predicament to disrespect myself. I mean, I'm I'm also a woman. I have standards. I'm a mom. And 
If certain things right. I'm not going to do, you got to trust. Trust is very, That's very right. important. And if you can't trust my judgment and respect my judgment, then I'm not the woman for you. And I was kindly enough to be like, you know, I'm good. I, I love you, but, you know, we, it's not going to work. But we can be friends, okay? Right. And that was right. it. And I just, I, I'm never going to second-guess myself or put myself behind anyone. I, I did it before, and I will never do it again. If it doesn't bring yeah. you peace of mind, next. If you got to think and ask your girlfriend, uh, do you think, what do you think? Uh-huh. No, that's not, no. <laughs> if it doesn't right. bring you peace of mind and it brings you confusion and you got to second guess and ask your girlfriends and all of them, what do you think, then that's that ought to tell you no. No. Yeah. Because when I you agree. know something, you're declaring and you're telling people, look, this is what it is. Girl, let me tell you. You're not going to be like, what do you think? <laughs> what do you, you're going to be like, girl, let me tell you. You know, this is the girlfriend network. So let's be, you know, let's, right. let's crack it up. We, exactly. Let's be real. That's what we, so that's how I knew the difference between when I'm at peace with something and when I question something. The spirit of confusion, God is not the author of confusion. If anything brings right. you confusion, turn the other way. That's a word right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But like you said, too, just think, you know, I think it's a pro- uh, process, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's about, you know, maturing and coming into ourselves as women because your stories are relatable. I've been through some stuff with my career where I've dated men who have been extremely jealous, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and I let that affect me. I actually, you know, let that affect me in the past, where today Mm. I'm like, look, I'm very proud because of the things that I've done in the industry. I've never compromised myself, you know, so nobody can say that I've ever done anything um, to get Mm -hmm. where I am that is unbecoming of me. So, like, Mm -hmm. any decision I make in this industry, I'm confident about and I'm okay with, and if my partner can't understand that or rock with that, because just think, right. you know how it is, it's a grind. And every gig is a blessing, no matter how big or small, yes. what I always say. Yes. And we work like dogs. We work like dogs to go to right. the castings, to do the castings, to do the auditions, oh to gosh. be on set, to <laughs> pull through the jobs. And all my jobs have not been paid. And there's been times that I've been treated like shit on set. Like, why do I even want to be in this life, because like you said, mm-hmm. it's not glamorous, you know, so, but it's for the love, mm-hmm. it's our passion. So I'm looking at dude, like, yo, if you <laughs> can't be supportive, Girl. if you don't understand, then mm-hmm. beat it. Like, and, you know, right. so like you said, it's a process. And once we grow into our own and we know who we are and what we want and what we will Hello. and will not do, it's a beautiful thing. Right? It's very <laughs> yes. beautiful. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you can't, you can't, you got to know what you want. You got to stand strong and firm on what you want. And I used to be that one that just could not say no one, ah, always giving things the benefit of a doubt. And I, I feel like as a woman, especially in the entertainment industry, we are so easily taken advantage of. And you have to be mm-hmm. strong-minded. I think Nicki Minaj has said it best. You know, when you bossed up and you got your head on right and you don't take no crap from nobody, they they call you, a, you know, B-I-T-C-H. Yep. Yep. You know, exactly. she an itch. Right. The minute you bossed up and you know what you want and you stand firm on it, oh, she's a itch. But right. the minute right. you are easygoing, people are quick to run over you and walk over you and take advantage of you and your sincerity and you know. So it's just, it's no. It's yeah. like you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. You just gotta do what makes <laughs> you truth. happy. You know what I'm saying? You can't please nobody. Yes. I really, I've tried and it doesn't work. You really have to just be true to yourself and stop being a people pleaser. You have to learn. You let your no means no, and your yes be your yes, and be strong and stand firm on it. That is we are great, go great advice. Song. Yes, and we're going to go into our next song, which is Undecided by Chris Brown. We'll be right back right here on the Girlfriend Network. But I'm 
When I need to lead the weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover. Welcome back to the Love Zone USA. We're back. We're so excited. It's me, Karishma, the lovely Justine, the lovely award-winning Justine. So, Justine, getting back to your memoir, Love After, so, you know, I had talked to you about this previously when I inboxed you, and I'm in awe of you. So what made you, you know, compelled to do this? Because that's a lot. It is a lot to all of a sudden want to pin your thoughts or do a book. And, you know, I already feel anxiety and being overwhelmed. And so what was that like? What was the day that you know, what was that day like? But it was like, I think I'm going to put all this into a book. Talk about that. You, you know, it, it really was just um, me doing voice memo as a journal and just me recording everything that I was going through. So, yeah, every a lot of the stuff in my book, I spoke it into my phone and just saved everything, and then I transcribed it on my laptop. Um, nice. And it was just starting out. It started out as a as a journal and just me talking about my experience because I'm like, yo, my life is crazy right now. Like everything that can go wrong <laughs> went wrong a couple of years ago, and I just like literally hit rock bottom and lost everything. I mean, you're going through a divorce. My daughter at the time was two, and you know, my son. And then the divorce, bankruptcy, left my home, you know, was living in my mom's attic until I got back on my feet because I just did not want to be in that house anymore. And, you know, I just lost everything. And Mm -hmm. I even went through a a major depression and just really didn't think life was worth living anymore. You know, suicidal thoughts. So I, I, I I don't think it can get any lower than that. And I was angry. I was angry at at God for everything that was going on with me. I was angry at my anybody that hurt me. I was angry at myself. I felt like, dang, you stupid. Why, why would you let this happen to you? I was blaming myself a lot. Um, and, and, and me journaling and me at an all-time low had, thank God for the women and, and people in my life that was, like, pouring into me and uplifting me and talking to me and counseling me, um, praying for me and praying with me and my journal. And in me, one day I was just showering, and God, I was showering, and I was breaking down in a shower, just crying, just bawling. I just had to let it out. 
And then that's when it hit me. Like I heard something in my spirit was like, yo, there's love after this. Like whatever it is that you're going through, there's love after. And it just kept, it just stuck with me. And I just wrote it down. And as I was doing my voice memo and I was transcribing it, that's, that's where the title, I was like, wow, there's love after everything that I've been through. And that's where the title came from. And the book became, all my journals became a book. And then I, you know, um, I have journals at the end of each chapter that will make you self-reflect and think of what is it that in your life that you need to change? What is your love after transformation? What it is that you need to die from and rebirth, you know, rebirth your your identity or find your voice or find your purpose? A lot of women or men or people in general don't know who they are and their purpose. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a difference between your purpose and your dreams. You know, how are you being used to edify others, to help the world, to to be a blessing outside of yourself, you know, and that's what love after is for me. Acting, I would say that's that's for me all day. <laughs> that's my dream, you know. <laughs> but love right. after, um, is it, it, it's how I I'm able to pay for it and help others. Um, it requires so much vulnerability, so much transparency, so much of yourself. Where it's like no one is gonna sign up to be vulnerable and transparent and tell all your business. But that's how you know it's not you, it's God being, you know, using you as a vessel and walking in your purpose to help someone else, um, to be a blessing to someone else. Right. So that's that's where love after came from, and that's how the journey started. And I, I, I it caught me at a left field, girl. I didn't see it coming. I really didn't. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Meaning that, you know, I didn't, if you had asked me, would do you see yourself writing a book or becoming an author? I would have been like, no, I, I love acting. Um, I love filming. I love, you know, the whole filmmaking industry. I, acting, why? I mean, author, no. <laughs> would right. you think I'll be doing, like, motivational speaking or going to schools or shelters or talking to people? I, I probably would have said no. Um, but the, tra- the love after transformation is so selfless where I now am able to be used um, as in service to help others, and it, it's priceless. You know, no amount of money can, can pay that. Mm-hmm. Right. Look, I think it's awesome how one thing has afforded you to springboard into another thing because, like you said, you know, it kind of happened with me. I started modeling, and then I kind of springboarded into the acting. Like, I never intended to be an actress. Like, that was never really my goal, but it kind of just happened. Um, so same thing with you, you know, modeling, then we're acting, and now, you know, we're springboarding into being an author and now a motivational speaker. Hey, that's wonderful. And I think it's great, too, to think because, like, you know, you are a very diverse platform, and you have a lot of information to give because, like I said, there are so many little girls, and I know you know because I see you out there, who want to be like you, who want to model, who want to mm-hmm. act, but, you know, right. they all have circumstances that, oh, well, you know, maybe they can't afford it or my mom is not mm-hmm. going to support me. It's always mm-hmm. a story I'm finding out, especially with our youth. So to see someone like you, you know, a black woman, and we didn't even mention that Jashink is from Jamaica. She was not born here. She came yeah, over here well, to the well. States, and, you yeah. know, you weren't born here? Were you born here? You were not born here, right? No, like, no, I'm right, from Jamaica. Right, okay, yeah. right, and you came here, and she's kicking ass, but she has a story, you know what I mean? And her story, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was definitely a fork in the road for you, and it could have been a very serious outcome or you know, the outcome may not have been great or it may not have um, propelled you into greatness, but um, it's propelled you into greatness, and I think it's always great that you look back, grab somebody else, and say, hey, you too can do this, irregardless yeah. of the circumstances or what you've been through. So that's the other reason why I love you and I'm in awe of you because I see you um, traveling all around the country. You went back to your country. Like you said, you're going to Europe. I see you on the different news stations. I see you doing seminars. Um, so I think that is wonderful. So I really applaud you for that, just think, because one of the things I always say when I try, you know, I want to give back to when I do, but the biggest reason I'm compelled to give back is because when I was trying to do this, nobody would help me. Because 
because they were always mm-hmm. afraid of me getting further than them. And I was just like, I don't understand because mm-hmm. what God has for you is for you. Like, it's what is you. a big exactly. deal? So when I see you doing this stuff, it is so inspiring and it's so encouraging. And I, you know, I really want to thank you because not only are you helping women, period, you know, you're helping um little girls who want to be like you. You're helping African-American women. I've known you've helped women and people from your country. So you are really dipping in and helping so many people. This is, like, so much bigger than you. And just, like, (laughs) God gave you this gift. And, you know, it's amazing. So, you know, God bless you, Jacinth. And um, I I think you you heard me say, I always say, you know, the industry is so big, but yet it's so small. So everybody knows yeah. everybody. And I said at the top of the show, if I can pick someone that's going to be a household name with all the wonderful people that I've encountered and met, it's deceit. Like, oh I just, you know, you're definitely you. that star. <laughs> You've been wow. in with something <laughs> great. You. So, um, you know, we here at the Girlfriend Network, we're, we're just really honored. And we definitely want you to come back and continue to talk, you know, about your journey. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm only a phone call away, girl. You'd be like, just saying, girl, you're free today. I'd be like, yeah, girl, give me the number. I call. Yeah. And you know what's so crazy, too, Corinne? Because, like, if you talk to just things at one point, she sounds, you know, very American. No accent. But Mm -hmm. then when you get the Jacinth, you know, and the Jamaican, (laughs) and that accent comes on, it's incredible because, like, um, you know, a lot of people don't know, but Diary of a Bad Man, you know, you did in your, your native tongue, correct? Yeah. So, like, uh-huh. to see you, that, that was badass, girl. <laughs> it was uh, so just before you leave, can you please yeah. share all your social media with our listeners so they can find you, so they can watch you, so they can listen to you, so they can read, um, you know, Love After, yes. everything like that? Yeah. Um, well, you know, is on all social media uh, for anything that I'm doing in the inspirational aspect is at the love after that's on Facebook, Twitter, um, and Instagram at the love after. And my personal page is on Instagram. It's I am Jacinth. That's I M J A C I N T H. Or on Facebook is J A C I N T H S U T. Um, yeah, and all of you can go to my website www.theloveafter.com which is also the same home as com, And everything is there. The Love After is on um, Love After is on Amazon, or you can purchase it directly through my website, theloveafter.com, if you'd like an autographed copy personalized with my message and a gift bag with, you know, bookmark and the pen and the gift bag. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. And what's, what's next, just think, so um – What's coming up? I leave tomorrow. (laughs) I leave tomorrow to go to London. So I'll be going to London doing a book signing there and also doing a school tour there, talking to the kids. Um, And then from London, I go straight over to Nigeria um, and I'll be doing Love After over there as well school tour, um, book signing, and talking to the kids and seeing how I can help out. Um, Just started started a Love After Foundation. Um, nonprofit organization. So just trying to, just trying to, you know, follow this love after purpose that God birthed out of me, <laughs> and yeah. see where wherever He leads me, and that's where I'll go. And I'm like, okay, love after organization. Okay, fine, I'll do it. I'm um, just being obedient, you know. And wherever I'm still acting, um, still preparing, still auditioning. Um, I have a couple shoots coming up in June and May. So just constantly working, girl. Don't ask me how I do it. I, I'm just, <laughs> I just, I just keep going. I just keep going. Right. I don't have time to think about it. I'm like, where I gotta be? What time? Okay, that's it. And just keep going. That's that's all I can do. Well, because, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. I, we're so excited to see all the great things that you're doing and continuing to do. Um, and we can't wait. And of course, we're definitely gonna have you back on our show but thank you so much again for just you know spending this time with us and chatting with the ladies on the girlfriend network thank you guys i really appreciate y'all love y'all thanks travels love you too thank you bye bye nicole another great episode like every monday it's always wonderful i think that 
you know, listeners, the story, her story is inspirational. Make sure you go check her out. And, you know, we love to start the week off on a positive note. So this is really great. Make sure you go check her out and be tuned to us next week, next Monday, same time, same place. This is Karishma and Nikone signing off. We're going to go into our last song, which is You Change by Destiny's Child. Ladies, y'all want to do it again? And boy, I like it that way